Hey, voice teachers, it is Nikki from Full Voice. Today's podcast, podcast number 34, is about working with adult avocational students. Students that aren't on a career path or are professionals in any way, but adults that are interested in learning more about their voices and have contacted you about voice lessons. Now, this is a growing student demographic. And for many private teachers, it is one that has many challenges, but can also be very rewarding. Welcome to the Full Voice Podcast, resources for private, classroom, and choral music programs. And here's your host, Nikki Loney. Hey, voice teachers, thank you so much for joining me today on the Full Voice Podcast. My name is Nikki Loney, and I am so excited to talk to you today. If you have been a listener of other uh, Full Voice Podcasts, you know that usually our focus is for teachers that are working with young singers. But I've been wanting to do this podcast for a while because I have some incredible adult students that I just absolutely, absolutely love working with. Um, they are, they, they bring a different challenge to my teaching day and uh, it's very rewarding. Um, but working sometimes with adults who are maybe not career-minded or, prof- or have professional um, goals can be really challenging, uh, but, they, but you can make it work. And I want to talk today about some of the strategies uh, so, uh, but first, before we get started, I just wanted to say a few things. First of all, uh, if you are listening to this podcast at time of, uh, release, um, we're mid June and, um, I have to apologize because I did not get out any podcasts the month of May. And I have quite a few podcasts that are lined up and ready to go. And I've got a whole bunch of great interviews coming up. And I cannot wait to get those out. But life, uh, life kind of uh, put some roadblocks. First of all, um, I had to have knee surgery, just a little scope, nothing major, but um, it took me a little bit longer to get back up on my feet, literally. And uh, of course, uh, my student recital was was the beginning of June and I know that you know that getting your your students your kiddos ready for a recital and families ready for recital is very time consuming and uh, we had a great recital this year my kids they did fantastic we did use the band as usual um, and there was just uh, there was some wonderful performances uh, and I'm just so proud of my students and um, the last thing that kind of got in the way was my taxes uh, both my husband and I are self-employed and we wait to the very last minute to file self-employed taxes which is June 15th, much to the chagrin of my accountant. And if you've listened to our podcasts before, you know I've talked about my accountant, Nadim. He has very good advice. Um, So uh, the podcast about earning more money for your teaching studio. There's a little story in there about Nadim. Anyhow, um, Nadim, uh, I, I did the walk of shame into his office just a couple of days before the deadline and hand him handed him all our our information and 
he looked at me very sternly. Anyhow, so I do apologize. We do try to get out at least two podcasts every month, uh, whether it's me talking about a particular subject or whether I have an amazing guest. But, uh, and I have to tell you to uh, shout out to my wonderful husband who came home. He's a, he's a private music teacher as well. And he came home tonight and he was absolutely exhausted. And I said, hey, honey, can you set up the recording studio for me so I can do a podcast? And he did. He wasn't happy about it, but he did it. So thanks for that. So anyhow, if, if, you're, uh, if you're joining us again and you've listened to our podcast, thank you so much. I love reaching out to this community. We have an amazing community. I have amazing teachers coming on to this podcast. And I, uh, I look forward to all the wonderful things that I learn when I get to talk to them. But today I want to dive into adult avocational students. I have a number of adults that I work with in my teaching studio, and they are just wonderful. Uh, But that's not to say that it's always been that way. And in fact, in my earlier days of teaching, adults were actually kind of problematic because it was often hard to get them to commit to regular lessons. It seemed that they were probably good for a few lessons and then life got busy and they would discontinue. And uh, I've, uh, I've also had, I'm just going to be really candid here, I've also had some crazy people. Let's just be honest. Sometimes singing brings out the crazies and, and you really have to be careful. You have to screen people properly. And you do have to uh, have some some things in place to make sure that you're getting the right type of student. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, some safety things. We're going to talk about just some strategies to make these lessons not only work for you and your schedule, but work for the the adults that are coming to you. And I think one of the big challenges mindset because they're not career driven their goals might be different. They might not even have goals. So we've got to kind of approach them a little differently. So I I want to get started. And, um, and I want to shout out to uh, my one of my all time favorite adult student. Um, I'm gonna her name is Heidi. Heidi is one of the most dedicated students I have ever taught in my entire life. Heidi has worked harder than any student I have ever worked with. She's had some challenges. Um, she's, I'm not going to get into detail, but she's had some medical issues that have um, uh, affected her singing, and she has worked so hard to overcome that. And, and she is a very big inspiration. I don't know if I've told her that enough. Um, but I, I see her at the end of one of my teaching days and I have to say, I look forward to her energy and she is one of those adults that loves singing, just loves singing. It has been something in her life that has just brought her so much joy and she has sung her entire life. Now, Heidi is a classroom teacher who is retiring at the end of this month. And yes, she's counting down the days. Um, And one of the things she said to me is she's like, I'm looking forward to all the singing I can do when I'm retired. And I just think that's amazing. Um, It's been truly wonderful to work with her. And, and And she's the inspiration 
inspiration for this podcast. Um, so, uh, so thank you, Heidi. Thank you for for uh, your energy and your love of singing, and for all the laughs we have in in the lesson. We really do have a good time, um, and uh, I really. I really want to thank her for for everything because she's really it's it's you know at the end of the day you've worked with a whole bunch of people and everybody's brought their energy in and your last student of the day I think can make or break you (laughs) so Heidi I always go home feeling just really good about what I do I love what I do and I love working with students that love to sing and she's definitely one of them so she's the she's the inspiration for this podcast and I hope that I can give you some really great teaching strategies uh, for working with this demographic and I do want to talk about that this is a growing demographic there are a lot of people out there who love to sing they don't do it as a job or a career or profession but whether it's an adult choir or whether it's community theater um, I'm in a pretty uh, populated area there are a ton of adult choirs uh they're walking distance from my house there's there's an adult choir in every church in in my area there's so many people singing and what happens sometimes is um, aging voices of course so some of our singers are realizing that their instrument isn't working as well as they would like it to so they they seek out the the guidance the help of a teacher um sometimes uh sometimes they uh you know maybe they've finally gotten the courage to try out for a solo or to try out for a part in a musical in a community theater show and again they they're seeking your help they want some help to polish their performances whatever the reason uh, it is definitely a growing demographic and um, like I said in the intro it has some challenges but it can also be incredibly rewarding so let's just kind of talk about that so some of the cons let's talk about the pros and the cons and I'm going to the cons first I'm giving you the bad news first. So one of the challenges that we face with dealing with adult students is um, they do have a tendency not to commit to lessons. And I know that all of you have dealt with the, the student that wants one lesson. Yes, I'd like to come in for one lesson because I need some help with blah, blah, blah. That immediately puts up a red flag. But again, some people just don't know. Some people don't understand a lot of people don't understand. And I always like to say to them, you know, well, what would you do if, how would you feel if you just went to one yoga class? You would probably feel okay, but the effect wouldn't be very lasting. Um, the other challenge with um, uh, adult students sometimes can be is that they, they don't really have a, a set goal or maybe they have unrealistic goals. Um, and I always find it's difficult to work with students that don't have goals. If they don't have goals, they don't have a reason to practice. They don't have a reason to show up. And they don't show up after a while. Um, sometimes our adults don't want or don't have performance opportunities. So again, I always find that lessons are really important um, and, and, and effective if they have a performance opportunity. Um, sometimes uh, another challenge is sometimes our adult students have strange perceptions of what a vocal lesson is. Um, a, a lot of times they have a lot of misinformation about singing 
and what singing is and how the instrument works. Come on, there's a lot of voice teachers out there that have some strange perceptions about a voice lesson. Um, but uh, yeah, so the other challenge that that I get a lot is often our adult students, avocational students, aren't good readers. They're, they don't have a lot of musicianship skills. So sometimes working with them, you have to be a little creative. Um and uh, a lot of them uh, aren't interested in necessarily like a formal uh, curriculum. So they kind of make you work a little bit about what you're going to do with them and how you're going to structure lessons. And they, they, you know, if you've worked with one adult student, you've worked with one adult student. They're all different. They all come to you with different questions and different challenges and different interests. Um, the other thing sometimes with adult avocational students is they're singing music that you might not be interested in or you know I I have uh, a few adults that I work with um, older gentlemen and they one of their hobbies is they love they're playing jam bands um, it's it's something they do for fun and kudos to them they have my respect because I know that it's taken them it, it, it took them a little while to build up the courage to ask for help right come on these are guys right? <laughs> and um, uh, they love to sing, you know, but they're singing stuff that, you know, I, I don't sing, but I am respectful and I want to help them so that singing is easy and free and they can enjoy themselves. And most importantly, they can, they can sing and not at the end of the night, they, they haven't, they're not hoarse or tired. So, um, but sometimes that can be a challenge. They bring repertoire to you that is, maybe you might feel it's outside of your expertise, uh, but sometimes what they're looking for is just some guidance and just some better habits and making singing easier. I think that's a really good way to approach it. So those are some of the challenges. Now, um, the things that I like about these types of students, this demographic, is um, sometimes your adults can fit into the early hours of your day or later in the day. And that's where I put my adults. I put them in the beginning uh, or late in the evening when, um, you know, times that aren't convenient for my kiddos. Um, and I, I wanted to say my husband, um, I've talked to about Sean, uh, on many occasions. He is a fantastic music educator. He, t uh, teaches guitar and mandolin and bass. Um, he does very well with adult students and he has uh, a number of students that, uh, come to him in the mornings. And uh, so he'll go and he'll teach uh, quite a few students, adult students in the morning, come home for lunch, and then he'll go back and finish up with some of the kiddos. And it actually works really well in our family schedule um, because Sean can still uh, walk Noah to school and then he can, uh, he can still fit in these students into his day. Um, so the other pro, I think, um, is that... Uh, I think I think working with adults um, can really keep you on your toes. They're gonna bring you some really challenging vocal. I'm gonna call them issues. Um, they're gonna bring you some. I mean, a lot of these people have been singing uh, like for a lifetime, doing some very strange things, 
and you've got your work cut out for you. I love that kind of challenge. I don't know about you. Um, and I, I like to, I think it tests my ears as a teacher because I've got to listen very carefully and I've got to watch them very carefully and I got to try and figure out what they're doing and how is the most effective way to help them while still teaching to their needs and to their goals. So there's some good challenges here. And I think that if you've got the right mindset, uh, I think it could be a lot of fun. Now, uh, I just want to go through uh, some of my strategies that I have for you. I'm going to turn my page. Did you hear that? Of course you heard that. The microphone's right beside the stand. So, um... The uh, So some strategies that I use and I have incorporated over the last couple of years, which has been working really well. And I got to thank not only my hubby, because uh, he does really well with adult students, but I also want to shout out to Dr. Shannon Coates. Shannon has been a guest on our podcast. I'm sure Shannon will be a guest again sometime because that lady is super smart and I adore her. And um, But uh, occasional students can be problematic in schedules, um, trying to find a time for them, especially if you're working with the kiddos, because the kiddos have, you know, kind of the after school, early evening time. But sometimes our adults, um, they're, they're unable to commit to a weekly lesson. Now, uh, Shannon uh, has uh, had a great suggestion. I can't remember. I think it was on a forum that she wrote about this. Um, but this is where you can put your online scheduling programs, so whether you use My Music Staff or Acuity or Schedulicity, whatever online scheduling program, this is where you can put it to work. And I love this and I started doing this and it is a game changer. It saves me time and it's working really well. Uh, Once I have had an initial lesson with an adult, I've screened them, I've talked to them. I think, yeah, I'm going to work with you and we're going to get to the bottom of things. I send them a login to my online schedule. I use my music staff. I love my music staff. Um, And this allows them access to my online calendar And they can book any availabilities that I happen to have that week. I don't hold lesson times for them because they're not willing to commit to a weekly lesson. That's fine. But you're going to get the dregs of my schedule. But for some of my adults, this actually works. And uh, for some of my adults, because I only have a few spots here and there, it actually motivates them to commit to a weekly lesson time. So it's kind of a win-win, win. That's bad math. Anyhow, you know what I'm saying. Um, so, uh, but the other suggestion that um, uh, I know that a lot of teachers do, and I also think that this is a great idea, is insist on a minimum lesson requirement, like four to six weeks minimum, and make them pay for the package up front. Um, I don't even think you have to discount it either. Don't, you don't have to discount your time. You're just making sure that they are ready to commit to a certain amount of time. And, and again, I use the analogy, you know, you wouldn't get much from one karate lesson or one yoga lesson or one guitar lesson like you've got to you've got to put some time into this so packages uh, are a really great way to get that commitment Um, now 
if they do insist on taking only one lesson, and again, I, I've actually had people that have done this, um, make it a longer lesson. So make it a 90-minute lesson and charge a much higher fee than you would if they were a regular weekly student. And I do this mostly to deter the student from doing this because, again, it's just a, I find it to be a waste of my time and a waste of their time and money. Um, But uh, sometimes you have that student that wants to come in that needs coaching. Make sure that you charge more and and offer them a longer time so it's actually worth their time. Um, But uh, the online scheduling um, is really a wonderful business tool and I uh, started really using my scheduler this past year thanks to Shannon's tip. She was all about letting them book their own lessons and um, it has really it's great. Um, a lot of my families and a lot of my adult students really enjoy that flexibility. And what's lovely is you can tell your online schedule like how many hours they can cancel or um, you can set up the billing that they have to pay before they even come in, which is actually probably not a bad idea. But use your online schedulers and give your your float. I call them floaters. <laughs> Give your floaters the opportunity to book their lessons online. Um, That can work really, really well. Now, one of the things I often do when I am screening adult students is I, in the initial lesson or in the phone call or when I'm talking to them, I try to gather some information and I kind of want to make sure that they have some sort of musical outlet, a choir or a goal in mind. And I want to sing better is not a good enough goal. I find students that have that are not going to be there very long because we all know that it takes a long time and a a bigger, deeper commitment and you don't see that progress immediately. So I find that I want them to have like a community choir that they're singing with, something, some place where they can take the information that I give them in the vocal lesson and apply it. That is so important. Now, the other strategy that I do with my teaching studio, and you know, this year it worked out really well, is I like to give my adults the opportunities to be part of the recital. I know that, um, and it's kind of awkward, like if you only have one adult, they don't necessarily want to get up and sing with all the little kiddos. But this year I had five adults. And what was nice is what I did is I blocked them all together in the recital. So I put my little wee ones and my newbies at the beginning so that they could, you know, go first and then relax. And then I put my adults together so um, they kind of had that... uh, there was some continuity to the recital and and it went really well. And I love, I love giving my adult students that opportunity to perform. One, they stay in lessons. They are dedicated to lessons because they have a performance coming up. And I, I think it's important. I think they need to have that opportunity too. And I think they're a wonderful part of my recital. I think it's wonderful for the young singers to see that music is a lifetime activity. Long after you've blown out your knees and your hips, you know, you're going to still be able to sing and enjoy it. And I love, uh, I love 
that my recitals show students of all ages. Um, I have a wonderful men's a cappella group. They're called Four Over Forty. Uh, and they often will come and sing and be special guests. And again, these are four guys that just love to sing. And it's such a wonderful energy. Singing is for everybody and it's forever. You can sing when you're wee and you can sing when you're old. So I love that dynamic. So if you can, give your adult students opportunities. Now, um, I, uh, a few years ago, I had quite a number of adults. So I did kind of like a little coffee house recital. And it was kind of a workshop slash recital. Uh, but I wanted to give some of my adult students an opportunity to sing for each other and to support each other. And again, it was a lot of fun. It was very casual. And there wasn't a lot of people in the audience. It was mostly the performers and a few family members. But again, it was a supportive event and a lot of fun um, and definitely kept those adults in lessons much longer than they probably would have been had they not had that performance outlet. So if you can get them performing, get them, get them to be part of your recitals or offer them some other fun, friendly, non-competitive opportunities to perform. Now, um, the other thing that I like to do too, uh, is in, in, in the interview with them, discuss their goals and reasons for wanting to take lessons. And this can be very helpful, um, for planning, uh, the lessons and, 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 um, creating a lesson plan for them because you do want to teach to their needs and what their goals are. That's going to keep them interested. Um, I, I don't have a specific agenda with my adults. I want them to learn about their voices because I, and, and I, you know, I'm just going to be honest. I can geek about, I geek out about the human voice like all day long. And I love sharing information with my adults and, and I get a little excited because sometimes with my little ones, I can't go into some of the neat anatomy or science stuff. So I like to kind of share that information if, they, if they're into it, if they're, if they're, if they're uh, willing to indulge me. Some of, some of my adult students find it very interesting. I think most people don't understand how this amazing instrument works. So I love when I can shed some light on that, um, whether it's to help them take better care of it or whether, uh, you know, whether it's just to get them past the, I don't like the sound of my voice. I always say to students now, you know, when they say, I don't like the sound of my voice. And I'm like, well, you know, the human voice is an instrument and you can kind of control it. You can more than kind of control it. You can change the sounds that you make. Did you know that? And then I get their interest. Um, but uh, one of the one of the challenges, that being said, is um, because part time uh, adults can come to us with a lifetime <laughs> of bad singing habits, um, you might have your work cut out for you. And, you know, I don't think you need to. I, I love this term. I love this term. Yeah, I don't think you need to drop the, you know, have some serious come to Jesus talks with them. I think you want to keep it fun and, and, uh, and inspiring and, you know, you don't need to make them feel bad. Um, but they are going to challenge your abilities as a teacher. And I talked about that a little while ago. They're going to challenge your ear. They're going to, they're going to bring some, some crazy technical issues to your door, which is going to make you a better teacher. 
and them a better singer. Now, one of the things I like to just remind myself and remind my colleagues sometimes is that um, we need to keep our expectations. And I'm doing air quotes. I know you can't see it. It's a podcast. I'm doing air quotes, but we've got to keep our egos in check. Um, Avocational singers, hobby singers, adult singers, especially aging adult singers, they will not have the ability of some of our career-driven vocalists. Um, But that doesn't mean they won't be great students. And sometimes, sometimes the, the, the adults like that are better students than some of my career-driven students. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, And if you just heard that little meow, that's my cat. She's around my feet right now. She just wanted to say hi to everybody. Everybody say hi, Faith. Yeah. (laughs) Anyhow, we have an open concept basement where the recording studio is, so the cat can come and go as she pleases. Um, Anyhow, going back to our keeping our expectations in check. um, Yeah, some of our some of our adult students may not have the amazing voices that we are accustomed to working with. But uh, yeah, it doesn't mean that it can't be a very rewarding part of your teaching day. And I've certainly had adults that I've worked with that have had some incredible breakthroughs. Um, Some of my adults have met their performance anxieties head on. And, And I am so proud of them. One of my adults recently, she was actually a student of mine when she was a, a teenager, and she, she, she really struggled with performance. She had a lot of performance anxiety, and she's come back to lessons. And she now has her own little girl, and uh, her little girl is four. And she got up to sing at the last recital, and she still, she still gets nervous. You know, but I said to her, I'm like, look at you, you know, look at what you're showing your little girl. You know, you're facing your fears head on. I, I really, I really admire that. And uh, that, um, that makes me enjoy what I do all, all the more. So uh, they can be really challenging, but they can be really rewarding parts of your teaching day. Now, I do want to uh, just mention, um, especially for uh, our female teachers out there, um, you do need to have some common sense. Um, if you are uh, teaching out of your home or in a studio where you are isolated, you need to be careful and you need to carefully um, uh, screen your students. Uh, I had one incident. Now, this was at a, a lesson education center many years ago, and older gentleman signed up for lessons, and I think it was the second lesson that he uh, was kind of moved behind. He was standing beside the piano, and he's kind of slowly moved out of my line of sight, and then kind of came up behind me and put his hand on my shoulder. And I was like, uh, no. And I immediately left my teaching room went and got uh, an administrator and I and I what scares me is what if I wasn't teaching in a facility what if I had nobody to go and talk to or go to get help so um, you want to make sure that you're safe so uh, with adult students um, you need to make sure that you know either somebody else is around or just be careful now I have one final 
little reminder, little suggestion for teachers out there is uh, we sometimes forget that adults uh, who love to sing might have an enormous amount of anxiety about their voices. I find a lot of my adults that reach out to me, it took them quite some time to build up the confidence to reach out. So I want to make them feel comfortable. I want them to have a safe place where they can explore their voices. Just like when I work with my kids, um, I want them to feel really good about themselves when they leave my room and I want them to leave my teaching studio with a smile on their face because I want them to come back. Um, And I also want singing to be a joy and not a stress for them. So just be uh, be kind. Um, I've had students that have come to me that have had really bad experiences uh, where they they didn't fit the, the mold, uh, that's how I'm going to phrase it, of the teacher, and it really left a bad taste in their mouth, and, and uh, it just added to their anxiety. We don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. Teach to their needs. So there you have it. Working with adult students can be a wonderful part of a busy private teaching studio. And uh, I hope that the strategies that we talked about today can help you make it work and uh, uh, help you find some really wonderful students out there. It is really rewarding to work with an adult that uh, loves singing, whether it's a hobby, whether it's something they just do for fun. It's uh, they're wonderful to work with. So I hope that you can make it work. Now, uh, before I go, thank you to my super lovely, handsome husband for setting up the studio, even though he was really tired. Uh, a very special thank you uh, and shout out to my student, Heidi, who inspires me. And uh, thank you for sharing your love of singing with me each week and allowing me to torture you. I look forward to your lessons so much. And of course, thank you to you wherever you are for listening to the Full Voice podcast and to um, for those of you who are part of our Facebook group, Voice Teachers for Young Singers. Uh, thank you for all the great conversations that we have in there. And uh, if you would like to be a member of our uh, Facebook group, well, just let us know. Just uh, find us on Facebook. So it's voice teachers for young singers and uh, come join the conversation come join a really supportive community of teachers that uh, love doing what they do as always i am wishing everyone an inspired day of teaching and happy singing you have been listening to the full voice podcast for more information and free teacher resources please visit our website at www.thefullvoice.com. Made by Canoe Music. Canoemusic.ca There we go. Okay. <clears throat> Intro music. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> Cat, come on. Stop that.